you, you know how you wake up and then you're like you, you wake up and you're like what what you want i'm good Mm-mm. yeah okay i'll see you this wake your ass up wake your little ass up we got work to do all right but stop That's stop good. talking I'm, like that <laughs> i'm very i'm very um nervous um no oh. <laughs> in the morning i'm very temperamental because i'm 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 not one to wake up uh e- well easily yeah yeah oh god i get i get very i get really irritated if i get woken up while i'm sleeping <laughs> oh man i had that happen to me uh i had a friend come over right uh we was spending he was spending the the night over and uh we went to go see uh a movie and then right right i think it was like zombie land too and then right right um, as we were leaving we were just getting ready to go on home and uh, we was going to go get some food at Whataburger. And we was like, all right, let's get some Whataburger. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, hey, Josh, uh, I need to go back to this theater to go. I, I forgot my uh, my wallet. I was like, okay. All right. Let me, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, let me go do a whole U-turn. For real. Cause we had, I had other company over too. So me, it was me and my brother. I was like, hey, you go. I'll, I'll loan you some money. Just pay for my food. We'll go get the uh, this wallet. And we'll go head straight back home, which we did. So, like, he spends the night over. It's, like, probably, like, 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. He spends the night over. I said, all right, guys, uh, I'm going to go ahead and just, uh, I'm going to go ahead and hit the bed. I'm tired. I'll see you all in the morning. And in my mind, I'm thinking I'm going to get, like, you know, uh, at least six, seven hours of sleep just so I can be up and get to go. This man walks up in my room with probably, like, 9 o'clock. And then he calls my name and like, you ever had them wake up face where you just like, you're so unsure what the hell you just saw, but you, it's like, you was like, you couldn't believe it, but you understood it. Like, cause he, my friend, he had like this big old Afro and I was like, who is this big Malcolm X Afro face looking <laughs> ass dude coming in my room, <laughs> approaching me so casually. <laughs> Like this man's, coming to, this man's coming to stab me or do something. Yeah, like he told me, he, he wakes me up. He was like, "Yeah, man, uh, I'm sorry to bug you. Uh, I, I forgot my I forgot my car. Uh, I know that I forgot my wallet and everything, but I also forgot my car keys too." And I was like, "What? What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, I was. I mad. would be freaking out. I would, I would literally be freaking out. Oh, I couldn't be calm like that. No, nah, he, bro, he was mad calm. I was mad, mad. I was like, "You wake me up out of my sleep because your irresponsibilities as a man." What the fuck? Better start walking, motherfucker. If oh, you wanted that bad, I was mad. But I was like, I told, I was like, I, I hate when people wake me up out of my sleep just to go do do a favor. That's those are the worst. Those are the worst things to wake up to. You wake up like. Five, you're in five hours deep and you're sleeping. Somebody wakes wakes you up for a favor. He's like, I was getting to the good part of my sleep. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, believe me, I'm married, so I get woken up for the random noises in the night. Who's that? <laughs> Sweetie, there's somebody in the fucking house. Sweetie, did you hear that? No, I didn't hear nothing. The only thing I heard was <laughs> the dreams in my head. See, this I'm is. Like, go look at it. I'm, like, I'm not gonna go look at. It. There's nothing there. And then I get up and. Probably an axe murderer in the corner. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing in there. I'm going back to sleep. I bet you like you look at the axe murderer. You're just like, listen, you ain't pay the bills in this motherfucker to be waking me up out of sleep. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm gonna see him. I'm gonna do this, mm. and okay. then it'd be like, okay, fam, <laughs> I'm head out. You go back to sleep. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Trust me. It, it's oh even worse. Like. Mm-mm. Even worse during hurricane season, like whenever the power is out for like a couple days, uh, and we have to just basically sleep in complete darkness and silence. 
Oh no! That's when that's when you don't get much sleep because it's just like every noise. <laughs> you hear sounds it? Like somebody is axe murdering their way through your house. He's <laughs> like, you hear all all the sounds. <laughs> all the sounds. You can hear oh, a mosquito man. fart from a mile away in the complete <laughs> it's complete darkness and complete silence. Oh man! Except for the random generators you'll hear in the background, but you get used to it. Oh man! This the sounds I hate, man. Is uh, waking like. I remember I used to work nights, so I had to sleep during the day for the most part. And Ooh. the sounds I would hate, because like, I, I live around an area where there's doing construction, they're building houses and everything. I got to hear... Hit that impact gun. Yeah, I was like... like are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, you're just like... I feel that because when I work nights, the neighbor next to us was getting their house lifted up. Yeah. When yeah. I was living, when I was working nights, so they had like backhoes and excavators <laughs> and hammers, and our room is right on their side of the house. Well, the room we were used to sleep in, our master bedroom. Yeah. So literally, it's not just the noise. You mm-hmm. have excavators and backhoes in there, and it's rattling the house. So the yeah. house is, I'm laying in bed, I'm just shaking. <laughs> trying to sleep that's how it is i'm like are you fucking and i wake up and i can literally feel like the bloodshot crusty eye goodness gonna go to work i slept like 15 minutes it was like and it took him it took him like at least like eight months to do the work so imagine not getting sleep for at least six months that's it was fucking awful that sounds torture man i bet you i bet you couldn't wait for them off days (laughs) I'm just glad. Well, actually, they don't even live there no more. So, oh, they nice quiet. Yeah, nice ain't got to hear a bunch of yard work in the house. Oh Jesus, I can I can do nights. I did that. I did that for eight years. Yeah, <laughs> worked nights for eight years, and that is don't miss uh, it. <laughs> I got awesome stories. Don't get me wrong, but I uh, do not miss it for one second. I mean, I did it. Did it in Walmart, man, for like six. <laughs> no, that's it. I can imagine like the people that. The people during the day are awful. Yeah. And then imagine the people, I couldn't imagine the people showing up to Walmart at night <laughs> that are probably half dressed in pajamas, slippers, and they're all fucking oh, man. drunk as shit. And oh, probably trying to man. get like toothpaste or something. Oh, man. I seen employees and customers in pajamas. And like, oh, man. I think the craziest shit I saw, I was working, uh, I was stalking. And like we had lunch at like two o'clock, and um, I saw this this uh, there was these two females come in, and there was a two year old baby in there, and then I'm in my mind I'm like what the hell is this two year old toddler doing in the grocery store at two o'clock in the morning? It's two a.m. in the morning. Then, yeah, yeah, and then these females they were talking about like they were talking about yeah man he followed me on Instagram he, yeah man he's thirsty his thirsty ass it's thirsty this and I'm just like. Ma'am, your kid. What is he your doing? Kid's right there. <laughs> like, what, your kid's right there. He's up here, like touching. Oh, uh, he's touching all of the groceries and whatnot, knocking stuff on the floor. And I'm just like, these people don't give a damn. And it's just, I no. see. I said, <laughs> that reminds me of my grocery story. I'm gonna get to that in a bit, but <laughs> oh lord. But dude, it's uh man, it's, it's just I seen some crazy shit. I probably like the craziest shit I seen working in Walmart. Uh, I saw a dude stole an air condition. <laughs> like an AC. I think you told me about that. I think you did. It, it never gets sold. This story is so funny so to walked me. Out. <laughs> yeah, I was stuck in I was stuck in hardware and then 
There was this that guy. Dude. I, I just I, all I saw was the back of his neck. That was like my last image I saw of him. He was about like a heavy. He's gone. <laughs> yeah, he was a heavy set dude. He was like you know, like you know how you would carry like a heavy item. You, you do like the little wobble thing when you're moving. Oh yeah. Yeah. He had like a uh, he was wobbling, and uh, I'm talking to like the further down the aisle. I see like the emergency exit doors. This dude comes then. He comes right in my peripheral. And I see he's going to go right to the exit. And I was like, sir, you can't go to the exit. And then, bam! And all you hear is just, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> the, sound, the sirens just goes off. And, I was, and I'm just, you know, I'm over here perplexed. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And then, basically, you know, I heard, ah, like cars peel off and gone. Dust cloud. That's all you got to see, bro. And I try to look for a manager, and like the further I was walking away from like the hardware, I got to the grocery aisle. Like the the sirens went from. I was like, oh, I was like, so if we were gonna get invaded and says they gonna shoot, they gonna fuck us up <laughs> and shit. You all don't even want to hear and come. That's that's basically it. The manager comes in, locks the door. Everybody back to work. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I think I said it on the podcast before, but the story never gets old. I, I remember hearing that too. I was like, right. and it's crazy because the, well, I mean, you work there, but I know yeah. that they tell y'all, I'm pretty sure they tell y'all you can't stop somebody from leaving. They're just, nope. just let them go. And because they know, they know that there's actually, it's even really bad here because at our Walmart, they literally won't stop anybody. <laughs> and, because they know that they're going to take a loss mm. on certain, like a certain amount or whatever. I guess it's like a, a loss cost or whatever. Yeah. People don't give a shit, bro. They don't. <laughs> right there in front of people and not give a damn. <laughs> not even break a sweat or blink. They'll look you dead in the eyes and walk straight out. <laughs> you ain't going to do shit. <laughs> it's it's crazy, man. They, well, they actually installed um, these little... Uh, entryway gates so when you go in now well in ours uh, when you go in now there's actually this little gate like once you go into the door there's like the two doors that open up you know yeah and then once you get in you get your buggy there's this little like swing door that opens so you can only enter that way you can't like go around and go through like the registry area like the registers and stuff like those little yeah. aisles so this thing only opens up to let you in and then you have once you pay, then you basically go into the the pass in front of the store, like where all the vision center tax things and all that, like every Walmart has. Mm. And you have to go that way to get out. So it's like they kind of trap you in there until you go all the way around, because oh, it's that man. bad at ours. I mean, Dude. they built it in a terrible neighborhood, like one of the worst around <laughs> one of the worst neighborhoods. I swear. Uh, never fell. <laughs> Location like, means everything. <laughs> oh, everything. The one, the one that's on the west side is a little bit better mm. um, because it where it's located. But still, all in all, I mean, Walmart's Walmart. People know that they got a bunch of stuff there. They're going to steal. Oh it. man! Speaking, dude, like today, because I actually went grocery shopping today. You know, during the epidemic, oh. Oh. and man, like before I even went there, I was already nervous because you know people have been posting pictures of like, yo, look at these empty aisles of toilet papers and everything else, and I was just like, in my mind, I'm just like, I hope it, I hope they didn't get to the canned goods or anything like that. I'm just like prepping myself up before I get to the store mentally. Like, mentally, I literally called my brother. I was like, hey man, he's like, what's up? I said, I'm about to go up in this Walmart real quick. He said, you are? I said, yo, man, just wish me luck, man. He said, yeah, what's up? I said, the whole parking lot is full, bro. (laughs) 
Send me some prayers while I'm going in. <laughs> I go up in the store, man. Like I found me like a few. I found I look. I was lucky enough to find me like a shopping cart, and I go in. I try to go into like the aisle that had the bread, and it was like eight people in that bitch. <laughs> Cool. And, then, and then like before I even get that they had like this little droid mach- looking machine that was like cleaning it was like a robot cleaning up the aisles and whatnot. I was like what the hell in the middle of the what aisle what the hell yeah <laughs> and then I get in I'm looking at the, I'm looking at you know K-Cups for coffee and I'm like damn they said they don't took the coffee I look over to the bread I'm like damn they don't took the bread they cleaned the whole they cleaned everything it's so ridiculous (laughs) it was so fucked up you know it's fucked up when they leave up like some bullshit bread you don't want (laughs) like the shitty shitty bread it's like the shitty bread like if you put water on like one drop of water it's gonna disintegrate (laughs) in front of you that's the shit bread that's what happened i'm looking around like meat was like meat was like nearly gone like they done cleaned out ramen noodles like Ramen noodles yeah. is so cheap and affordable. So cheap. That, that is cleaned out. I went to look for sugar. Sugar was nearly cleaned out. Um, you know, I'm walking around like, like I, I knew that the toilet paper was gone, but they cleaned out the whole paper towels too. And I was like, all that was left was like one of those box tissues. Like, you know, you, you, oh, yeah. you grab. I was like, well, here's a little Kleenex <laughs> for your butt. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about getting that. And I was like, oh my God, this was so bad. And then, Luckily, like I got, I went to go buy some water. Like I got enough water that I need, but then the whole time was there, bro. Like when I was trying to buy some groceries or whatnot, like some of the stuff I wanted was even there. And then when I was there, like I don't know what the hell happened, but it was like survival mode just kicked into me, where it was like if I just saw something I can eat of, I just grabbed it and threw it in the basket. <laughs> Looks good to me. Just throw it in there. <laughs> I just threw stuff just in there. Arm across the aisle, dude. I, I I did, and then like I'm like two cans of these, two cans of this, and then I go get like the water, and this dude was like struggling, and he like dropped the whole can, like a whole uh, glass of like no, a whole jar of like uh, pecan sauce or whatever. It's all over the floor, and I'm just oh. like everybody. To me, it felt like everybody was on edge, and I'm just like. I said, I literally told myself, like, this was not grocery shopping. This was survival of the fittest. <laughs> Ridiculous. Man. It was bad. But then, but you know, but I didn't get everything I need. And I I went to two more grocery stores and I just learned today. I was like, you know what? Maybe just Walmart is just trash. <laughs> it's a trash place to go shop at. Because I went to like Kroger and there's other place like Alverson's and then. Like it was busy, but at least I had space. I could walk around people and get what I needed. Yeah. It was like Not a clusterfuck, like dude, Walmart. Dude, I was like, yeah. And then like I found bread, and everything else. I was like, I feel like that uh, Robert Downey Jr. meme. He's like, oh. <laughs> That's it's like got like it's like got like a, a glow around it, like the like a halo glow around the bread. Dude, yeah, man. Like it, it like I don't know. Like like I didn't see no ridiculous people or anything, but. Walmart, I I literally saw him doing a hazmat suit. Like I thought he was working for Umbrella or some shit like that. <laughs> oh, shit's Resident Evil, real life, everybody. <laughs> he had gloves, everything, and I was like, "That's just ridiculous." Yeah, I, I went I went Thursday, and it was well. I went Thursday just to get groceries because we need groceries. It wasn't anything like, "Oh, I got to get a bunch of this stuff," you know. Yeah, we needed, man. We needed soup and just cereal stuff like that. Mm. And I knew. I knew going in that there's <laughs> a lot of people. Yep. There was a lot of fucking people. And mm-hmm. then it was bad when I pulled into the parking lot. So I pulled into the parking lot. I see a lot of cars. 
okay, it's Thursday. People are getting paid. Sometimes they get paid on Thursdays or Fridays, yeah. depending on. So, okay, yeah, and it's 5 o'clock. People got off of work. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I pull up. I see the first buggy pulling up to a car. Old white lady, probably in about her 50s-ish. <laughs> Somewhere. Cart full of toilet paper to the brim. And she's literally just like, it's almost like she had a shovel in her hand and she's just like scooping in the trunk <laughs> of a shitty car. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? The first thing I see, toilet paper. All right. Okay, I've seen it online. I've seen it in person. Can't confirm. People are stupid. Yeah. Get into Walmart. I see people full carts of... No. Carts <laughs> full of just the the most unnecessary stuff. You would think it's hurricane season because hurricane season people are evacuating, people are you know stocking up in case yeah, the power goes out. Yeah. The fucking power is not going to go out. I mean, this is something that people are getting sick from. I don't understand the necessity to want to get so much stuff, dude. It's it's overkill. It really is overkill. I mean, I understand you need necessities. That's just common 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 sense. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, but it's just I don't know. People go into panic mode anytime stuff like this Dude. happens, and it really, it really does highlight how ridiculous society and people behave at the slightest bit of discomfort. I actually posted a picture on Twitter, yeah, of our Walmart completely cleared out, no toilet paper, half of the paper towels completely gone, and uh, but they still had a lot of uh, basically everything else. They had bread aisles completely full. Now that was. That was yesterday, not today. Yeah. I heard it was worse today. But that's oh, also a reason around here is because they're going to be closing the schools for a month. Yeah. So, of course, families are going to go get a lot of food for their kids and stuff. We're going to be home. So, makes sense. But the people that are panic buying stuff, that's just, it's it's almost this, this um, hive mind mentality. Like, they see it online. They kind of want to behave in the same manner and they freak out. It's just it's just mind blowing. It yeah. really is mind blowing. I haven't seen anything in person that was kind of ridiculous, like people fighting or yelling at each other. Everybody was calm. Uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't see it, but probably like this crazy stuff I saw. I went to a public restroom to go do my business or whatever, and <laughs> I literally saw a dude. He was on. He was literally on the shitter, and the first thing I see, it, it was like eight bags of groceries on the ground. I was like. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> let him do him. Now, like our, I, saw, our, I think our family dollars are getting pretty bad right now too. They're they're hitting them up too. It's like no, no one, nobody is safe. And then like <laughs> I, when I was checking out, I heard this and like Walmart employee. She was talking shit the entire time. She goes, "It don't make no damn sense. You don't even need this many toilet papers and everything." Else. No, it's like people think they're gonna shit out of every hole in their body for two weeks straight. It's ridiculous. Yeah, dude. the lady. The lady that was checking out my stuff, literally, oh, which makes sense, she was wearing gloves. Mm. She was wearing gloves because, of course, touching all the stuff that people are putting up on there and probably touching their face and touching all their groceries. That makes perfect sense. But then they had people walking and shopping in Walmart with the fucking little shitty masks that do nothing. They do nothing. <laughs> Why are you wearing that? Stop. Maybe feel like I'm playing a division right now. <laughs> Bro, the cleaners, the cleaners are probably like just in the corner, like it's about to be our day, y'all. It's about to be our day. 
Gee, that's what gee. I think about. That's what I think about, man. Like whenever all this stuff was happening, I was thinking about the division. I was like, this is like prime time, like that scenario. It's, it's crazy, man. You can't, you can't. It, it's it's crazy. Like it's just, man. Like like the store I worked at today. Like they had, there was a sign that says ten packs per customer. Ten packs of tissue and everything for customer. I'm like, why can't it be two? <laughs> Yeah, 10? <laughs> ten. That's gonna sell out like three people probably. Bro, it happened. I saw one dude walk. He literally got ten, paid what he needs to, walked out the store, came right back in, and bought another ten. And I'm just like, see, this is why the country. See, this is why as human. This is why civilization is terrible right now. It's just everyone's trying to survive. You know, what do you need all that for? It's not. There's know. no reason for it. Like people were buying absolutely no reason. Like people were buying generators. <laughs> generators. It's not like you like I live on the North Texas side. Like the only thing we got to worry about is you know tornadoes, which you yeah. know that which like twenty five percent of the times you know has happened. But for the most part, nothing much get that seriously damaged unless you're in Oklahoma. God rest everybody. You know. <laughs> yeah. God bless everyone over there. But Jesus. It's just that people just blow this thing out of a you know proportion. And I got to deliver fridges and everything, and I hear what they be talking about, like, yeah, they bought me a fridge because I'm worried about this and everything else, and I'm just like, think about. <laughs> I'm really curious to see once all this stuff kind of like gets back to normal. Yeah, I see. I want. I'm really curious on how much money that people are going to be spending from around what about a week ago, or maybe maybe about two weeks ago, up mm-hmm. until all this kind of passes it's just panic buying stuff and then people see this stuff online and then they kind of they kind of get caught up in that mentality and they're like oh man i gotta they're doing this and joe blow's doing this well maybe we need to maybe we need to go and and get ready (laughs) and get prepared you know just to be on the safe like are you serious like yeah man come on man i I heard another i had a friend uh told me that their friend was gonna go Stack up on bullets. <laughs> See, that's. I was like, not, <laughs> and I was like, why? Because they're afraid of they're afraid of the looters, and I'm thinking, bro, this is not the Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, this is not the apocalypse. This is something that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay. We 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 do make a lot of light of the situation. Yes, there have people. They have people that have unfortunately lost their life to it, but most of the people are elderly or those that are already prone to getting diseases because they have weak immune systems mm. it's not people like us or even people even even children they, they freaking out about all the kids I understand that they can pass diseases easily because yeah. they won't get affected that's smart you know canceling events and all that stuff with mar, uh, large crowds just makes sense but like thinking that we're gonna drop society at the at, at because of this, like everything's just gonna fall apart. Like that is insane. Yeah, I just I'm at I'm going to work. Everybody's cool at work. They're all thank God. A lot of people I work with are sane. Yeah, because they're like, oh yeah, you know, the kids are gonna be out of school. Makes sense. Got to get some more groceries for it. Makes sense. But they're not like, oh man, I gotta I gotta barricade my house up because the looter is oh, gonna come busting through my God. door. It's like yeah, freaking out, man. Yeah, man. People get so unhinged at the slightest bit of discomfort. The slightest bit, they freak out. It's Bro, like, it, it gets to a point, I'm be like, man, I'm kind of worried for mankind right now. <laughs> a little, a little bit of a, a little bit of a, a, a new thing, and people just dropping their, 
common yeah. sense at the door. Yeah, man. It's just, I don't know. You know what? If they make us stay home from work, which I don't see that happening, uh, unless they got people that get sick. They already told us. They sent out a, a company email. They said, look, if you feel ill, just don't come to work. They're not going to question it. If you got the flu or whatever, it's flu season right now, yeah. of course. They're like, if you feel that you're sick, just stay home. You know, yeah. self-quarantine, whatever. Give it two weeks, you're fine. Man, I got, I got. <laughs> doing common sense shit. Wash your hands. Don't blow, don't, don't sneeze in your face and rub yes. your eyes. Or, or go kiss somebody on the lips you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I got, I got me a flu shot like a couple months ago. And I was like, man. I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's I don't know. It's just like I got I got respect for people who have some common sense, but like buying like I don't know face masks and everything. I don't think that's all. I mean, it's too much, man. It's, it's, yeah, they're they're going overkill with it. You know, I mean, it's just hey, you know what? In this situation, they tell us to isolate ourselves and stay away from people. I'm fucking all about that, baby, because I'm gonna stay home and play video games. <laughs> you, you know what's funny? I was thinking about that right, and I was like. Man, like, <laughs> I was like, man, like, when, when, I, when I, you know, I'm an introvert, so when I, like, you know, isolate myself or anything, you know, I'm just enjoying myself, but someone told me that I gotta stay in the old house, I don't know how, I don't know how, uh, yeah. yeah, cause it's like, and some, you to stay home, how yeah. dare you tell me what I want to do? Yeah, like, it's not, like, for, for people out there who are introverts, like just because we stay in the house all the time, you know, join ourselves doesn't mean we want to stay literally in the whole the house the you know the entirety yeah. of the week. You know, sometimes we need to step outside. Though I want to have some freedom <laughs> to go out. Yeah, it's like I don't want to be told what to do. I want to do it when I you know in my own terms. <laughs> in in moderation, because uh, too many people gets fucking annoying really quickly. Yeah, man. Because I'm a and all this stuff is going on today, and I'm just like. I, I low-key feel like playing watching the walking dead or playing some of the last of us right now and it's like is last it and, and i was like dead rising yeah <laughs> yo I was, I was playing dead rising two days ago actually that's no, that's what see, i've been it's all, it's all your fault that's, that's what why. i've been playing that's what i've been playing and dude i didn't realize how fucked up that game was <laughs> Just playing. I only played the first one. What? That's the one I'm playing. Is Dead Rising One? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I was playing it. I was like, this game is really fucked up. When I think about it, like I'm up here, like fighting people. I, I fought the head store manager at a grocery store, and this dude like lost his mind, and he's just like, I will not take vandalism in my store, and he's like, <laughs> he, he's like, he's like running me over with a shopping cart that has like spikes and everything on there. Like he's like whooping my ass, and then like when I when I killed him, I'm like, damn, this dude was went cuckoo, right? And I'm just like, this is kind of a reflection of how society probably would be, <laughs> and it's kind of scary when I think about it. Yeah. Oh, it, perfect example. Have you ever watched uh, The Mist? You ever watched that movie? Yes, the Stephen King movie. Yes. Yeah. When oh, they all got oh, stuck in the grocery store. Oh, yeah, I've seen a, that movie. That actually is a really good example of how people will start to rally around like the crazies in a way because they'll start following whoever beside whoever decides to kind of take the role as the leader yeah man. a lot of people will flock to them and that movie is a perfect example of how ridiculous a situation i mean of course there was you know <laughs> nightmare creatures but, but yeah the, the main the main thing with that movie was uh, exemplifying how society breaks down and then it kind of takes on its own form in that little grocery store like some people probably don't really pay attention to that 
but that is such a good example of it and it really does kind of highlight how ridiculous people can go Man, and then how that, far they can go that movie was the <laughs> that movie was the primary reason why i i am so paranoid of cult leaders <laughs> i am terrified of of cult leaders if you can easily manipulate people and get people to follow you to do that stuff i want no part of that <laughs> I, want I mean, to be, people people do that on Twitter. I mean, social media. Hello, dude, like I've been, they can do it in person. That's been going on for years, like from, like the from the Charles Mansons and like the Jim Jones, and and you're just like, wow, you can easily tell someone to do something if if, if you make so much of an impact to their lives or anything, they'll just follow what you say and not even think about it because oh, you just without said it. Question, yeah, yeah without even question. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's man. <laughs> we live in crazy. It's 2020, man. This year's supposed to be our year, not uh, not all this. What nah, the fuck? 20, 2020 is canceled. <laughs> 2020 is canceled. Hashtag 2020 is canceled. It's canceled to further notice. They're canceling. A, they're pushing back a lot of movies and and, and events. And I'm just like, I found out like the new mutants got canceled. Not canceled. It got pushed back to next year. And I'm like. This movie's been finished for like two years now. This movie is never oh, gonna wow. come out. <laughs> never gonna come out. Yeah, completely canceled. Yeah, I was like, I was like, it was supposed to come out two years ago. Then it got pushed back because they wanted to do reshoots. Then it was supposed to come out this year. Then now it's got pushed back again. I'm like, <laughs> by the time, <laughs> by the time the movie does come out, and they're doing press. Everybody like, why does the character? Why does the real life, you know, actress and actresses look Ooh. so old? <laughs> Way older <laughs> movie magic. Movie, we de-aged them in the movies. Oh my! <laughs> That's probably CGI. I don't make them look. I don't know. It's 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 crazy. It's just. I mean, they did. They they canceled. You know, of course, events and stuff like that. The big one, of course, E three. A lot of people were talking about that recently. Yeah. Um. Which I mean, again, all these things that make sense canceled yeah. because of large crowds and possibility of spreading the disease but it does uh kind of suck a lot of stuff too i mean i'm pretty sure a lot of people a lot of people that i know there that were wanting to go to uh twitchcon amsterdam that got canceled and i'm pretty oh, sure man. they're probably going to cancel the one in san diego the one that's coming up i have a feeling they're going to cancel that one as well even though it's not till like september yeah but i have a feeling they'll probably preemptively do that i'm gonna be sad when they cancel uh evos <laughs> Did they not? Did they? Already? I don't know. It usually comes. It usually start after uh, E three. That's when, like, when Comic Con and everything else happens. They're probably July. they're probably gonna cancel it. <laughs> I hate to say it. <laughs> they're gonna cancel that. I'm like, well, I'm gonna be canceling my flight plans. <laughs> it's just uh, Let me get my refund. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just it's just me and my wife got a show planned. Uh, we we bought tickets to. Uh, you ever watched the show The Masked Singer? I think I heard of it. Not. You heard of it? Yeah. Well, they got a show that's going to be like this touring show, and okay. one of them is in New Orleans. It's going to be their first one. Hey. So basically, they're like major cities, and we'd be like, oh, let's go to the show. You know, we've ever been to a show like that, booked it. My wife my wife loves the show. so She's going to have a good time. <laughs> she's going to have a good time if we get to go, If we get, unless it gets canceled, because it ain't till it's in July. So it's the first week of July, so it's a little ways out, but you never know. Just gonna kind of plan accordingly. I know a lot of people like Disney. Disney today they announced they were gonna be closed down, and that place hasn't closed down since like I think they said uh world like during the World War or not. No, it's nine eleven. Nine eleven was the last time that Disney closed. Oh damn! 
That was the PGA. The PGA tour got canceled. They were talking about that on the radio. But Disneyland is going to be closed. They got a. Wow. They got a. And this is going to be in the history books. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Someone's like, you you, you think so? I was like, yep. I was like, you canceling the NBA and everything else, and everyone is going home. That's going to be a moment in history. (laughs) I actually heard today about the. Uh, because of the NBA, the 2K servers have crashed because there's so many people playing NBA 2K. <laughs> it crashed today because they canceled the rest of the NBA season. Like, bruh, oh, people man. really. I mean, I don't watch. I don't watch basketball, but yeah, that just that's just crazy that there's that ripple effect where the actual sports. <laughs> Being canceled has affected the gaming side of things, bro. It's crazy. You know, um, I saw, I found out the NHL got canceled. I mean, that was you know uh, suspended or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. And um, I saw someone posted a meme. It says day two of no sports. As I found out, my wife's favorite color is yellow. Who the fuck likes yellow? <laughs> but really, who the fuck likes yellow? That's <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> It's uh, crazy, man. It's, we, well, we got some things to look forward to that aren't getting canceled. We got Doom. Uh, oh man, that's gonna be. Oh man, speaking of Doom, I got my uh, from like my twenty eighth birthday. I got like two Steam cars, both were like worth fifty bucks each, and Ooh. I immediately I was like, I know what I'm gonna buy. I bought Doom Eternal, and uh, I didn't even look at the you know the you know the recommended requirements, and I'm like, uh oh. Oh shit! I mean, I can play it, but I'm like, oh shit! This is—it's gonna be a little tough. This is beefy. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know. I mean, you, it's Doom. It's yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna look sick. Yeah, it'll look real sick. You know, you know, it's gonna be. You know, it's gonna look good when you know when you have like minimum settings and you have recommended settings and then you have <laughs> ultra violent settings. <laughs> this stuff was like yes. maxed out. I was like. Oh man, I was like, I'm probably gonna have to upgrade my video card eventually. See, I'm uh, just gonna be the, I'm gonna go the pleb route, and I'm just gonna get it on Xbox. Yeah, or the Series I mean, X. <laughs> I play. Yeah, I got the X, so I should be yeah. fine. I played the 2016 one, ran great. Yeah, it, 60 FPS, it was fine. Dude, all, all I do is play most of my games on my Xbox X, one X. That's all I do. <laughs> oh yeah, That's I got a gaming PC, but I play on console. Right, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> I, <laughs> no, I'm the same way. I'd be like, "Oh, I want this game to run on 60 frames per second on an X." <laughs> Fuck yeah, man! He was like, "Why I don't just, get on PC?" I just love it, man. It was like I just like achievements, man. It just when I get achievements on Steam, it just don't feel the, it just don't feel the same for me, you know. No, I, I'm an achievement whore myself. <laughs> I like looking at a high score. I don't care about your level. That's that's, that's how I feel. <laughs> I was in the era when your high school, you know, when your high score matters. I didn't care about your level. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I do. I, I'm probably gonna get it on uh, Xbox. We already pre-ordered Animal Crossing and got that all kind of ready because my oh, wife man. is super ready. She said, she said in our quote, "If Animal Crossing gets delayed, I'm gonna burn this bitch down." <laughs> I don't think it, I, you know, I just left GameStop today and they said they had they're fully stocked up on Animal Crossing. Oh and, yeah, and and I literally saw the the whole thing, and I was like, "Oh, don't worry, it's it's it's, it's all good to go, fellas." Oh yeah, yeah so they, they, that 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 game is gonna be a console seller. Like that's gonna sell units because the fan base is so humongous. 
you know what's crazy? Uh, like the Animal Crossing fan base and the Doom fan base are like, are kind of like colliding together because they because they both have good games are going to come out the oh, same yeah. year, and everyone's like, "I'll buy your game, yeah, I'll buy your game too." And I'm like, "Wow." <laughs> I love all the wholesome memes that have been coming out on Twitter with uh, like crosses between Isabel and the Doom Slayer. Mm-hmm. It was Isabel being from Animal Crossing. So it's just like this ongoing meme of her interacting in the Doom world and him in the Animal Crossing world. It's <laughs> it's great. And then like Nintendo Nintendo is embracing all that stuff and like promoting it and like liking stuff that Epic and you know, the Doom stuff that's coming out for all that. It's so I love when companies do that. I love their social media interactions. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. That's, that's, a lot of people can learn from that. I'm sorry. Yeah, Cameron. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, who I'm trying to point to. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, you, Bethesda. No, everybody should be learning that, man. I don't know, man. It's just some, some people have dumb statements to say, and I'm just like, nah. Like... I, I never understand someone that say I, the game bored me because I because it didn't have <laughs> like a story based game. Oh, the game bored me because there wasn't enough action. I was like, do you not play games to like be immersed? There's so <laughs> many, there's so much aspects into a video game, you know, to enjoy. It may not be gameplay heavy. It might have a good narrative. Oh, the story wasn't all that great. I'm like, whatever, man. <laughs> See, like I I almost well for me a good example actually because recently I've been playing it. Mm-hmm. Um. Sekiro, the one I've been live streaming, Sekiro oh, Shadows Die Twice. It's a Souls type game, and this is actually a perfect example. Do it, man. <laughs> for, for well, I mean, I like to share. I love mm. to. I love to introduce people to games. Mm. I love it because there may be a game that I played in the past that they may enjoy. That's a lot like or similar to what I'm currently playing. So it's a live stream that I've been doing for Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, made by FromSoft. Oh, yeah. They're responsible for the Dark Souls games and. Some people are like, oh, this game is great. It's beautiful. I'm like, oh, okay, you, you, you like this game. Maybe you would love this game also because it's kind of in that same genre. It's a little different, I'll warn you. But it still has kind of the same um, uh, trappings as this game. Like kind of the same overall feel mm-hmm. in, term of the, in terms of the world or character customization, things like this. So I love suggesting games. I'll throw out like a whole list of games that are similar to that. And some people may love them. Some people may not like them. Yeah, like, man. For the Dark Souls fans out there, I, I hear this a lot. A lot of people do not like Dark Souls 2 because it's so different from the first one. And it's kind of in that realm where fans mm-hmm. are like, oh, they, I love the first one. It's the best one ever. It's good, but it does have its shortcomings. And then other yeah. titles cater a little bit more to certain player types or, or people that want to approach the game from a more narrative perspective or lore something that's a little bit more um dialogue heavy or mm-hmm. you know there, there's so many differences and there's a lot of different uh what they call them souls type games um there's even 2d platformer ones i played a game recently that's a souls type game it's called blasphemous it's fantastic it's an oh, indie title man. my dad i loved it my dad loves loved that game it. it's all he talks about <laughs> oh he's playing it he Ooh, finished it yeah my dad my dad just dropped a video two days ago he was talking about it was a video Ooh. called uh uh shameless plug it was uh, i forgot what he called it it Plug-ed was like it, 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 it was basically like it's one of those like 
title, catchy titles where it's like our video games are a waste of time. It's basically like a montage video that has like, uh, you know, text saying that, you know, video games are not, a, you know, it's, you know, talk about the statistics, like there is more gamers that are playing video games now. And my dad's like, yeah, I'm 52, right? I'm 52. And I'm still, and I'm still got some new, t- I, I might be an old dude, but I still got still some new tricks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, you know, there's, that's the thing about like video games, man. It's just like, even like series, like there's something for anyone to gravitate towards it can maybe maybe it's not the story maybe it's just gameplay or the lore you know there's an aspect to whatever you play that just pulls that grab that gravitates to you and you know you know it's it's just endless man this is why i love video games (laughs) yeah because you can do it like i can i can go from playing call of duty just Mm -hmm. mindlessly jumping in matches and shooting people up and doing all the crazy kill streaks and sliding around or whatever. (laughs) Or I can go play Sekiro or like I was playing, I downloaded this other game on game pass called descenders. It's like a, it's a little bike game. Like just something like that. If that doesn't encapsulate my range of games, I play a shooter to a adventure kind of light RPG to a physics based racer. Like my taste is all over the place and I love to experience all these different things because it gives me a nice broad spectrum of experiences to to enjoy. You know, yeah, I don't I, I would hate to stick to a certain specific franchise or a certain genre because there's so much creative like projects out there and games that have come out. Um I was talking on Twitter today about uh Hellblade. Hellblade, the second oh, one's man. gonna be coming out. Yeah. Hellblade I've I have ranted and raved about how amazing that game is, and it may not be for everybody because it's kind of falls in that realm of a walking simulator to a degree with some combat in there. But the story is amazing, mm-hmm. and those are the kind of games that I love. Story heavy games, I really do. Yeah, but I do like I, I do like action. I do like mm-hmm. action in my in my game. You know, just kind of nature. You know, but it doesn't limit me on having uh, um. A very narrow perspective on games. I, I couldn't know, stand that. You know what's interesting? Because, like, like, <laughs> like, I feel like with other players, like, there's, like, atten- you know, no, not intentions. There is expectations of what they think they're going to get versus actual results of what they're getting. And I think what happens is, like, when people have, like, you know, expectations, like, you know, it just clouds it just it just like drowns out everything else that you know that the game is giving you and then and then that's why you know people just look at stuff from uh like a closed-minded you know yeah closed-minded mindset oh, oh yeah and, and definitely because like, like, they become predisposed to have this it has to be this certain way mm-hmm. if it doesn't meet my expectations the whole game is ruined like mm-hmm. dark souls 2 is a perfect example because oh, yeah. it's so different it's so different, but people, that's what I hear the most of is like, they don't want to embrace what that game offers rather than the first one. Mm. You know, th- there's going to be differences. It can't be the same thing. Cause if, like I said way earlier, if it's all the same thing, we're not going to have anything to talk about because it's going to be the same experience every Bro, fucking time. Dude, that's what, that's what, oh man. <laughs> See, this is why I like stuff. <laughs> now, I literally said that to someone cause I was like, um, I, I, I was like, I was like, I didn't mean to come off like pessimistic, but I was like, I feel like I said, I, I, I said, I, I do feel like we're in this era right now, 
where we have a lot of you know remakes. Not talking, I'm talking like the film industry too. Like it's like we have like a bunch of you know sequels, prequels, remakes, and reboots right now, and we're not really getting enough fresh you know original ideas. Everything is just sometimes pre-hashed. yeah prehash. <laughs> sometimes it's just cash grabs. It's just you know, p- people just want the same thing thrown to them over and over, and it's just like sometimes I just want new stuff. It just I like new. Like this is a re- this this is a, I think I guess I think I think this goes along with how you think too. Like this is the reason why I like playing new game, playing video games. It's just you like to have experiences you never felt before. You know, and I know it kind of goes back to what we were saying. You're already able to gravitate, but I'm just you know you know what I mean. It's just oh no, bring it full circle, baby. Yeah, bring man. It full circle. It's just it's just that you know video games is just to escape you know reality just to dive in immerse yourself in the world you know and it's real and to, to really what it really boils down to is your experience that's what really matters oh yeah, yeah that's what it really you know you know you should always have a fresh side of, you know we should always approach new games or anything with a fresh set of fresh i can't even speak to that you know a fresh set of eyes oh yeah <laughs> and, well it's almost the same way and and this I am the same way with gaming as I am with movies. Yeah. I love this. Like there's and most people can probably always pick up on this. There's always those individuals. Like I feel like the people who are almost jaded when it comes to gaming are the same people that go into a movie theater already trying to figure out the plot and figure out the end of the movie or they already have this. Oh, this movie is going to be terrible before they even watch it. I'm going to tell you exactly how I approach it. The same way I watch a movie, the same way I play games. I go in there if you took a cardboard box, completely emptied it out, that's how I approach the movie. I don't want to know any, not that I don't want to know anything about it, but I don't try to figure it out. I just enjoy it. I shut off everything else. Yep. Go for the fucking ride, baby. That's all you got to do. You know, you know, what's funny. I want to ask you this. Cause like my dad is very critical of movies and, um, cause he's like, ah, oh, I predicted that. If, if I could predict something, it's not good. Sometimes I look at it like the opposite. I'm like, some, I do predict movies too, but sometimes if if something's matched my predictions, I don't really look at it as a negative thing. It's like, oh, it's pretty cool. Like I'm just, yeah. you know, I, I don't feel so negative about it. You know, I don't, I don't really get upset when when things are predictable. It just depends on how the quality of the movie is for me. I could be, yeah. I'd be a terrible movie critic because I enjoy. I can always find enjoyment because I'm sitting there investing my time. Now, mm-hmm. if a movie has like. Hor- like absolutely horrible acting or like terrible <laughs> i don't know special effects or whatever then yeah, yeah the, the quality of the movie can show through but if if it's the story you know uh here's a good example uh a while back there was a big craze about the movie uh bird box oh, i'm sure yeah. you watched it okay yeah, yeah i watched it because everybody kept talking about it mm-hmm. i went into it you know, I heard a lot of people praising it, whatever. I didn't go into it expecting anything out of the experience. Mm-hmm. I had watched it. It was okay. Like, yeah. to me, it was a pretty decent movie. I don't think it was up to the scale of what everybody else was, but that just kind of goes into not predisposing myself to be like, oh, this movie is going to be fantastic. I'm, It's going to blow me away. I was like, well, it's, it was enjoyable. Yeah. Um, not quite. Uh, I wouldn't sit down to rewatch it, but I don't think it was a terrible movie. But that yeah. just... I don't fall in line with everybody else and just say, oh, well, they say it's good. 
I'm going to think it's good. And if I watch it and it doesn't live up to my expectations, then it's terrible. No, mm-hmm. it just maybe it just didn't fit my style yeah. or, or my feelings about it, you know? Yeah, that's what I, is that I love that people probably hate. Yeah, that, I felt that way this week. I went on to go see Invisible Man, and I saw like when I saw the trailers, I was like, "This looks terrible." Like you know, my <laughs> my first initial reaction like this looks terrible because like I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna lie. I, I hate when I watch a trailer and then they show all the like good important pieces, and then oh, yeah. and, and then you like you kind of figure out the movie. And I was like, this movie looks stupid. Like, as everything was going good until we got to the end of the trailer, they literally showed you what's going to happen. She's going to find yeah. this invisible person and attack them. And then, you know, that's what happened. But then I'm like, okay, this, this, I'm thinking, okay, this movie's probably not going to be do so well. Rotten Tomatoes comes out. Fans like it. Critics like it. I, you know, high 90 scores. I'm like, okay. Well, I was like, let's go see it. And she, okay. oh, yeah. Yeah, she goes, let's, let's go see it. I go see it for free. I go up in there and I watched it. I was entertained for the most part, and then you know it was for the most part it wasn't you know a good movie. There are some things I didn't agree with and such, but like hey, you know, my whole viewpoint changed based off the what I saw on the trailer. I was like, it's a pretty good movie. Yeah, you know, I, I kind of hate what I mean. I hate, and then I also like watching trailers. Yeah, for stuff because yeah, there's some instances where they it's getting really bad where they almost give too much away. Yeah, in trailers, it's like. You're giving a lot of the major plot points. It's kind of hard to kind of like keep people, I guess, uh, interested. super interested. Yeah. yeah, super interested. So it's like I love watching trailers, but then I don't at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, because, again, it goes into the whole I try to go in there with a blank slate every time. Now, um, like I said, there's movies that I love that people just don't really care for. They they may hate like um, found footage films. A lot of people don't like them. Yeah. They don't care for the style. They're already predisposed. They always think, you know what I hear a lot? Anytime you mention found footage, they think, oh, like the Blair Witch Project, they're predisposed oh, yeah. to think any found footage film is just like that. Two of my favorites, VHS. If you've ever watched VHS and VHS 2, it's the found footage style. It's like yeah. a compilation of different home videos. I thought it was great because it's a unique style or paranormal mm. activity, mm. which kind of turned into a meme but yeah. uh, I love those movies, you know, and people pan those movies. They hate them. I'm like, look, I go into it completely blank, like an empty cardboard box. I enjoy it. Whatever I get out of it goes into the box, and yeah. then I pack up that box and move on to the next one. Yeah, I think, I think it's funny. For me. I think Blair Witch gets hot, gets held so high in regard because that when that movie came out in this time, like people thought that literally happened. <laughs> oh yeah, and they got us though with that one. And you find that out- was like technically viral before viral viral was really a thing because they didn't know mm-hmm. you know and everyone's like, oh damn this this real footage that came out and this is a movie this actually happened yeah that actually played very well into its uh the cult following behind that film yeah very like, interesting yeah like it was so crazy like i heard like even the film productions and everything were pretty wild on set too i'm like that's just you know y'all really went through you know links just to make sure that this movie felt you know authentic, authentic. as hell even though it's not really real but it's just y'all it's made not it real it's like y'all, y'all just bought like a, a crappy camera in the 90s and, you know super low budget but very I, low I think raked in raked in money man low budget movies be like especially like low budget movies are so good it's, you know especially if they're like horror and such like i don't really watch horror that much though but i respect like the uh, the cinema part of it if you're going on a super low budget 
Oh, uh, yeah. It just makes this so amazing, man. Yeah. You don't need a big budget to make a good movie. Nah, man. I mean, I, I, yeah, it's just, it's just focused on the tension, the drama, and the story. That's all we want. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then and then give people a good experience, man. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. one film. I, I've, I've said this before. Well, I don't know. You might have heard it. One of my favorite films, and if you have never watched it, you need to, especially if you're a gamer, mm. Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh, man. I you have it. to watch that movie. I've watched yeah. it over 100 times, and I'm not bullshitting you. I've watched this movie over 100 times. <laughs> I love every second of it oh, so man. much. The budget wasn't crazy high, but the way that they made it unique mm. was what really hooked me. You know, it wasn't a, it wasn't, it was like usually a lot of really tight shots, nothing crazy backdrops. I don't even know what the budget was for the film, but it could have been that high. Mm. It was just great use of little effects here and there to make it have this charm, you know, and there's some movies that do that. They have great charm and they last very long in someone's mind rather than this big expensive like production, you know? Mm-hmm. Just like indie games. There's oh, indie man. games that are fantastic. And like Hellblade. Um, I actually just finished installing Ori and Will of the Wisp because that just came out. That's oh, a fantastic man. indie game. I need to play Ori and the Blind Force, you need to play it. I need, need to, play to play it. it. I need to play it. I, I was happy it came out for the Switch, too. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yes, man. it did. It did drop out for the Switch. I'm like, man, we the Nintendo, the Nintendo Switch getting the good gems, man. I know. My wife said, uh, you better play the Switch as much as you can because once Animal Crossing comes out, it's all mine. <laughs> <laughs> and plays is letting know. Let no, her know. No, no. She probably takes, it, she takes it to work too and play it. She's going to be literally from probably from waking moment on the couch, playing it on the TV, and then in bed with it portable. She's like, you better finish playing whatever you want to play. I finished... Uh, Link's Awakening, the remake yeah. that they did, which was amazing. Uh, I'm a huge fan of the original. Yeah. Like, it's one of my favorite Game Boy games ever, and humongous fan of the remake. Like, that's a perfect example where they did their own thing, but mm-hmm. also stuck close to it. But even as a diehard fan of the original, I loved what they embraced for the new game. Mm-hmm. The art style was amazing. The music, like, they did their own thing. They had some creative liberties, but if they did want, they did state that they wanted to stick very close to the original because it was so charming mm. and they didn't want to divert too far from it. But I think they did a fantastic job with it. I just never finished, I never finished uh, Breath of the Wild. A lot of people give that game crap, and it isn't in a traditional sense a Zelda game, but I mm. think it's unique enough in its own way. I mean, they're getting a sequel for it. You know, it was game of the year when it came out, I think. That game, I applaud games that have a lot of attention to detail and oh, i would yes, say that does. all the time like if you're curious about something you try it it might work and it those work. and that's and that's the kind of games i like i didn't yeah i, I could talk about breath of the wild it'd be like a, a 40 minute thing <laughs> but I'm it's just like finish it. no spoilers no spoilers yeah, no, I, I, I i i mean i haven't beaten it yet either but it's just that it's like I like it's one of those games I, I want to play at a very slow pace because you want it's one like if you like games, I I think yeah I, I, yeah I'm stuttering y'all, um, <laughs> get my brain to check. Got him tripped up on his words. Let me uh let me restart the engine. <laughs> no, nah, what I'm trying to say is um like if you like to immerse yourself playing games and you want to play them at a very slow pace, you know just to take everything in, not to rush it. This is the, this is the game for you. 
Oh yeah, you can get immersed in that game and just do nothing for hours. You know, you know it's crazy when you play a game so much and you're like, I don't want it to end. Yes, yeah, I'm that, like that right now with Sekiro. I don't, I know I'm getting close to the end. I don't want it to end, just, but I'm, I'm gonna have to beat it. You're like, maybe I can collect that thing over there. <laughs> I'm exploring every nook and cranny of this game because it is so massive. Yeah, and there's so much to see and so much to do. I don't. I want to turn over every rock. I want to look behind every wall. I want to do everything that I can because. Once you finish that first playthrough, that experience is over. Mm. Like you, you'll never get that back. Let me, let me you ask know? you. Let me ask you this: Do you play? Because I, I, I'm starting to notice a trend with my well, not a trend. I have it myself. Like I don't play certain games, like especially like the ones that are like very hyped up. Like I don't play them the day it comes out. I tend to play them a little bit later, and then I find like super enjoyment to it later on and such. Do you? Do you ever get that feeling where you just like? You know, I guess the Sekiro came out. You didn't probably play it day one, but you play it a little bit later, and you're like, "Oh, this is a pretty cool experience." Did you ever like have that oh, yeah. kind of feeling? Yeah, I mean, uh, there's there are some titles that I want to play day one, but then there's a lot of them that I really want to play, but I don't need to play them day one because yeah. uh, I wouldn't. It's kind of hard to say because, like Sekiro, when it came out, I I bought it day one. Yeah, I played it. I literally played it for two hours and then I put it away and I haven't <laughs> played it until almost a year later. Yeah, like because it was something that I was in anticipate. Like I was super ready for that game to come out. Yeah, and when it came out, something else came out. And I got sidetracked, so it wasn't a necessity okay, one that's, to play it day one. That's exactly what happened to me. Cause I, yeah. I I played Red Dead Redemption too. I I played like an hour or two when it came out of drop, but I never played it again until recently, like this year. And I'm <laughs> like, this game is pretty amazing. <laughs> I almost love, almost love to play a game later on. Like, mm-hmm. uh, oh, a great, a great uh, example of that. Dark Souls. Okay, yeah. Dark Souls. I'm a huge. You already know. Yeah. I've said it a thousand I fucking mean, times. I, I got into it last year playing it. I was like, yo, this is pretty bomb. <laughs> Dark Souls had been out for almost two years uh-huh. before I was like, oh, man, I, I've seen things about this. I've heard a lot of things about Dark Souls. Let me pick it up. I remember going into GameStop. I bought it used just randomly without knowing anything about the game at uh, all. And I had yeah. never played a game like that before. And... This was at least two years after it came out. So people have, you know, picked through it. They've played it, blah, blah, oh, blah. Yeah. They know the game in and out. Well, I picked it up, completely going into a blind. Hated it the first time I played it. Absolutely hated it because it was so different from what I've normally played. Yeah. I put the game away and I didn't pick it back up until about six months later. So the game had already been out for two years. So then it had almost been out for a, for three years before yeah. I actually picked it up. <laughs> I said, you know what? I'm going to sit down. I'm going to play it. It's almost the same way I did with Sekiro. Mm. You know, played it, put it down, didn't come back to it for like six, seven months later. And now it's my favorite, one of my favorite games. And it introduced me to a whole like genre of game that mm. I am infatuated with. You know, it's it's interesting that way. And, and in a way that it actually played better because I didn't jump on it when everybody else did. Yeah. You know, when everybody hypes up a game, they just kind of rally around it. I almost get turned off of a yeah, game that way. I do the same. I think I I, I do that. I'll, I do that when people hype it up. I'll play it and then I just stop because I'm like, this is. I'm playing. You shouldn't play. No one should play a game because they're. It may sound 
bad for me to say. I don't think anyone should play a game if it's based, if it has so much hype around it, unless you're that interested in it. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, get peer I, pressure I, I do, yeah, I do this stupid stuff. I'll buy games because everyone is talking about it, and then I play it, and it's like, not for me. But then I play it later on, I'm like, oh, I actually like it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, I think I did that with Death Stranding, and then I played for like, I streamed, I played for like 12 hours. I was like, it's not for me, dog. <laughs> not for I tried, but but maybe but maybe when I play it sometime this year, I might find a new appreciation for it. That's it, it, it. That usually happens, you know. Sometimes I have to like go in, especially when the hype dies down. You play it for yourself. You just no, you have you're not listening to anybody. Everybody's playing their own thing. You're just like, it's a pretty it's a pretty good game. I can I can sit on the sideline and just kind of like in my own corner and enjoy mm-hmm. it without talking to anybody about it and just be immersed. As a matter of fact, when we were back in the the gamers of YouTube Facebook group, oh, there's man. actually a good a good game to use uh, for this whole conversation. It was when Undertale came out, and oh man, and their mom was playing that game. Oh it, yeah, man, I despised it so much because everybody was playing it, everybody too. was talking <laughs> about it, and I had no interest whatsoever to play that game. It turned me off so much. That eventually maybe I will play it and maybe mm-hmm. I'll enjoy it, but yeah. I have no intent. I had no intention to play it, and everybody was like, "Oh, bro, you gotta play Undertale. It's fantastic." The more you talk about it, the more I don't want to play it. Yeah, it's like people talk about. Uh, I don't have a PlayStation, except for I got a PlayStation Two. You know, so call me <laughs> Xbox, call me an Xbox fanboy or whatever. <laughs> but everybody keeps telling me you got to get a PlayStation. You got to play God of War. You got to play Uncharted. It's the best. Ever. You know what? Yeah. The more they keep telling me about it, I don't want to play it. Uh, yeah. Like, I want to, but the more you keep telling me to play it and keep telling me to play it, like, even when I'm streaming, I get suggestions for games like, I don't have a PlayStation. Yes, I want to play it. But the more that it, gets, it keeps getting drilled into my head, like, this is the best game ever. I'm like, I respect your opinion. It may not be my cup of tea. Yeah. You know, it may not it may not fit my, my bill. I'm open to playing it, yeah. but I want it to be on my own accord. Like completely on my own accord. I don't like being influenced to play a game. Yeah. That's why a lot of my tastes are all over the place. And there's yeah. games that I like that people don't like because I try and I, it's not to sound like rebellious, but I, I try to keep an open mind as much as possible when I go to play a game. I want to play it on my own time yeah. when I'm most comfortable and with my own it's mentality like, about it. It's kind of like a parent feeding you food you don't want. <laughs> yeah, they got the spoon in your face yeah, you're and like, you're like no i don't want it i don't want it <laughs> no nah, but I, I, I will say and and go, for like god of war especially the recent one that came out i think you, i you know i'm not gonna tell you like you play it but i think you might li- i think you might like it though oh i know i'm a, i know i'd enjoy yeah. it i know i would yeah but it's almost like this this rebellious yeah. little shit in me that's like the more you tell me about it the more i don't want to uh, play no. it now i try not to hammer it <laughs> somebody but it's like if I tell you, you might like it, it's based off of like your taste that I think I, I'm basing it off of what you play. And then I, I'm like, I think this might be a good game for him because it might line up to his taste. So yeah, yeah, that's, 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 yeah. but that's, that's an informed perspective. You yeah. know, when it's people that, when it's people and that kind of goes into the fandom thing, they're like, yeah. Oh, well, Oh, oh God. you have to play this game. You have to play this. If you if you say you're a fan, you have to play this game. Oh, like, no, you know no, what? No, I'm not going to play that game just because no. you keep putting it on a pedestal. I'm not going to play it just like they did with Undertale. They put that game on a pedestal, and I don't want nothing to do with it because 
I feel like even wanting to try and play it, there's going to be people that are going to be like, oh, well, you have to play it this way or you're playing it wrong. Oh, man. Bro, I'd be kind of nervous to play those those kind of games if I was on stream because like, there'd be some backseat uh, gamers on stream. I'm like, hey, man, like, my guy, like, can you, like, you know, let me enjoy this. Get my back. There's a rule in the description: no yeah. backseas. <laughs> no. I've had that a, a few times. It's not been bad though. I usually tell them very politely. I'm like, "Look, this is my first playthrough. I'm just enjoying the experience." Mm. And with some of the games that I play, it's very hard for that because there are people that have played it, and obviously they know where everything is. So I just yeah. I try to I try to make it come across very clearly that. Look, yeah. this is my first playthrough. I'm not trying to do everything. I'm not trying to get everything. I'm not. I'm not. I don't have a wiki up or a, a, a walkthrough. <laughs> and oh, I got to make sure I get this item. Or oh, if I don't no. get this item, I'm not going to get this ending. I don't care because like oh, those experiences, like I've said before, you'll never get back once you play it the first time. You're going to know everything. Yeah, You're going to know a majority of the game. So even when I watch, like I love watching people play Dark Souls for the first time, and I have played that game. I don't know how many times. Bro, I love watching people play because their experience is so pure. Yeah. And I just want to enjoy them enjoying the experience. And I won't tell them nothing. Be like, look, I know this game like the back of my hand. I'm not going to tell you a fucking thing unless you ask me. Bro. I'm not going to say nothing because Man. you'll never get that back. Bro, I, when I play uh, Dark Souls, like my dad, my brother was watching me. They didn't say not one word. They like give me like little hints here and there. And I was like, where do I go? Just do, just do what you want to. I was like, all right. So I get up, I'm at the bonfire, right? I go straight to my left, right, where all them skeletons came. Whooped my ass. Well, like, I killed I killed a good few of them, but then I got to that cave where it's dark. I got my ass whooped. I was like, oh, yeah. the hell? And I was like, okay. Believe me, a lot of people did that the first time. I was like, but well, that's part of the experience, you know? Yeah, and then you just, wouldn't have anything to tell about it if you didn't play it on your own yeah. the first time, and, you know? And, like, the first time, I, w- I didn't want to play Dark Souls before because I was, you know, based off, you know, how you know how the Dark Souls community was, like, you know, get good or this. And I'm like, yeah, oh. Yeah, like, it can be a little bit nasty, but yeah. there's actually a lot of good people in that community. They, well, you know what, what's cool about the Dark Souls community? Uh, like, I love the lore of it because, like, it's one of those games where you know, people say it doesn't have a story and it's like, well, I mean, it doesn't have like a narrative you can just follow from point A to point B, but there is stories within the lore itself. It's not spoon feeding your yeah. story. Yeah, it's, it's not going to tell, you literally had to invest your time into it. Like if, if Dark Souls was a classroom, it'd be a literal, a literal textbook. <laughs> it would be, yeah. Uh, it's, and that's that kind of, and I, I talk about that series so much, but yeah. there's, it's such a unique experience and I say that when I say that to people, I'm like, oh, man, you know, you should try this game. Not because I think that you have to play it. Mm-hmm. I think that the series itself, it can be intimidating, mm-hmm. but it can be so rewarding if you allow it the yeah. chance to be. Rather than a lot of people just say Dark Souls and they equate it to I'm going to get my ass handed to me a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But once you actually spend some time with it on your own and learn the game and and take time to enjoy it in the way that it's trying to kind of change your mind and say, hey, look, you know, the ways that you've been playing games where they, here's an objective marker, go here. We're going to spoon feed you story, go here. I love the hands-off approach because it allows a, a very unique, unorthodox approach from the player. 
you're just dropping the world and it's like here you go kind of figure it out yeah it feels like figure it out kind of feels like that old school era too yeah you create your own adventure you create your own experience it's not a narrow path from door a to door b there's an infinite amount of ways you can go or approach or or tackle and then once you kind of overcome that that challenge the reward the sensation is just phenomenal you know it's like like uh (laughs) in a weird philosophy that it gets super philosophy you know philosophical but it's like when you play challenging games like dark souls and such it kind of if you're up for a challenge and you get whooped and everything it's kind of like you know real life you're going to be you're going to fail at something so many times until you pick pick back up and you keep practicing and practicing until you get good and once you get good like you said there's that reward and that that applies to like anything you do you're trying to go for like you know jobs goals or stuff like that you know things will never come things will never come handed to you because you know they gave it to you it's like you're gonna have to work hard for it and such and then when you work hard for it like the cool thing about pride you know progress is the journey that's what i love about the journey like that's why some people don't want the journey to end people get in this weird place and you're like i don't know what to do yeah yeah and it's like nah, i see the finish line but i don't quite want to go to that finish line <laughs> yeah like i not a, nah that's it's still it's still man, man I, I just love i just i just love that mindset of this dark souls is just that there you know where there is challenge there was there is reward but you're gonna have to work for it though <laughs> you're gonna have to work for it yeah and you're, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to lose mm-hmm. before you win that's oh, bro. That's the beauty of it. That's the part of the mechanic of the game or the series or any of those Souls type games. It's like you're going to have to, it holds you accountable for your mistakes. Oh, and it man. highlights <laughs> your mistakes. It's your fault. It's not the yeah. game's fault. It's your fault because you, you failed. You failed. Mm-hmm. And people hate accepting that they fail. But that's part of the learning experience. Just like life, yeah. you'll get turned down for a job. You know, you won't get the girl. You know, you'll fail the test. But you know what? If you don't try harder, you know, if you're not going to try harder, then obviously you don't want it bad enough. Mm-hmm. That's the that you don't want it. You know, if you really want something, then you're going to do everything and anything yeah. to try your best. I mean, some things may not work out. You know, and again, some games may not fit certain people, but. If you truly want it, then you're going to do everything you can to try and get to that goal or that checkpoint or the the end, you know, the end game or the credit scene. You know, you're going to want it. You're going to have to work for it. And Dark Souls does that for me, and it yeah. did that. It opened up my eyes to so much. You're and happy. <laughs> I'm very yeah I'm, yeah. I'm happy that I took the time and gave it a chance because it changed my perspective. It's like okay, yeah, this game's challenging, and of course people are just oh this game makes me rage okay it may make you rage but did you learn something this the game is trying to teach you something yep if you, need to, if you don't want to learn then you're kind of being stubborn in a way and that kind of goes with people that are og fans of games they don't want to learn they don't want to expand their mind yeah they don't want to accept the challenges that come come across their table yeah. and then it keeps things fresh mm-hmm. you know if the game's not constantly challenging you to learn and adapt and overcome yep. it's gonna be a boring experience it, for real it, that's that's the beauty of it man 
Man. Let me ask you. I got to ask you these questions, though, for your. Oh, <laughs> We've been talking for a good hour and a half. <laughs> Holy oh, shit, man. really? God damn it. Yeah, man. Um, so I do want to ask two questions. Gamers, oh, we're going to go back. Gonna, it's the interview portion. Oh, man. So I know you for since 2015, man. That is. Golly, already? Yeah, man. It's been a long time. Met. Met this dude, the gamers of YouTube, and man, I went up there. I was like, man, I'm gonna make the best videos, and everybody, and I see Seth and everybody else, and everybody was making their videos, and I was like, oh, they got dope videos too. I want to go hook. Let's 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 go uh, meet up. I want to meet up with them, be friends with them, and you know, everything just happened. It just happened, just like the way it is, man. Since I interviewed you in 2016, man, like things have ch- things have changed as far as YouTube now, and everyone's doing their own thing and Twitch. Like, how are you living right now, man? With you know, not like you know living situation, but how are you like, you know, I guess adapting to like Twitch and everything else, you know, in this current day and era as a creator. Ooh, that's the, that's. This boy's getting the deep questions. I know, man. Um, that was on the fly. <laughs> uh, that's, no, that's. A, I mean, that's a good. Uh, that's a good question because, I guess, it's a multi-answer question. But uh, I guess starting it off, mm. you know, we 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 got in the YouTube, Facebook gamers, blah 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 group, yeah. and that at that time, okay, I was just getting into YouTube. Mm. I bought me a little Elgato. Uh, Elgato Game Capture. Yeah. yeah, it was a Game Capture HD, a little black box. <laughs> and I was like, hey, you know, I love video games. Been playing them since I was two years old. I'm almost 34. So going on 30 years of gaming under my belt. Oh, man. <laughs> um, I was like, man, let me just make content and just post it on YouTube. Who cares what it is, you know? And mm. that evolved into, you know, seeing other creators doing like minded projects and. That inspired me to try to make different types of videos and stuff that kind of catered to what I liked rather than what other people liked. Yeah. Because, I mean, the videos always always had the intention of making my videos with me as the main viewer. Like, when I sit down and watch this, mm-hmm. is it entertaining for me, not for other people? Yeah. So, of course, didn't follow really the trends or whatever. Oh, man. <laughs> and um, that kind of changed like my mindset started to change where I was like, okay, well I've been doing YouTube and stuff, but I feel like I'm starting to get a a grasp on my personality because at that time coming to the group, I learned a lot about other personalities and kind of evolved around that where I started to come into my own. And I was like, man, I just, the trend of YouTube at the time was Mm -hmm. kind of all diverging into the same thing. And you were starting to see the same kind of content coming out of people, which sucks because YouTube is such a broad spectrum of content creators. Yeah. But at that time, everybody's seen success in certain directions, and they started to just follow in line with one another to try to go down the same path of success. And I was like, that's just that's just not me. And it's not, was try, it's not trying to be different. But I just didn't like that. I didn't want to follow the same path. So I was like, hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm starting to figure out my personality a little bit more. And it there was something that was going on where I was like, I want to build a community. Yeah. And obviously I was in a community with the Facebook gamers group. You know, we were we were in a community, but I wanted to build something around an idea. Hmm. And 
I wanted to build a community around this passion. You know, and you hear that a lot with streamers. There's passion for YouTubers, content creators, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> but I wanted to build a community. And that right there was what kind of pushed me into doing Twitch. And I, I dabbled in it. I did do YouTube gaming. And then I did, um, I did Mixer also. But it was... Um, what the heck was it called? Beam? It was Beam before it was Mixer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I tried, yeah, I tried, you know, I did all that stuff. And, and doing live streaming even helped me further because it started to get me into really embracing my personality, mm-hmm. which was kind of hidden a little bit. It was kind of subdued because, again, YouTube, you kind of feel like you have to fall within a certain criteria to actually get attention. Uh, yeah. yeah. So there wasn't some people who just weren't embracing their personalities and there's a lot of awesome personalities and there's a lot of awesome, you know, energy out there that people just weren't tapping into. Mm-hmm. And then so I was like, okay, well, let's 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 try and keep it live. Let's do let's just focus on doing live streaming. I started building a community, you know, that shifted from YouTube, which I kind of had a a little decent following there, you know. Mm-hmm. I said, "Hey, I want to start doing this over on a different platform and i got into that and built my community and just kept growing and growing and growing and that idea started expanding and touching other people as far as content creators and seeing what they're doing and inspiring other people and it was just this creating this ripple effect that is just so amazing because you get to see your influence affect other people yeah and now, do you know how many people that I have met and also that I, because of me streaming, have they have gotten into streaming themselves and then really got to express themselves? I think the, the biggest thing about it is that now I can express myself fully because behind an edited video, it's it's hard to capture that raw emotion. Yeah. When you're live, you get to yeah. be you. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. You know, because I I've been watch I've been watching like I sometimes see like you drop like you drop some gems on to the people in your uh, community. You be telling them, even dropping um, like knowledge of like, hey, you know, uh, well, I can't you know I can't say it the way you say it, but you're <laughs> like you know you 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 be you be telling people, hey, this is what you got to do. You you've been very vocal like direct not like in the mean way but like you just tell people like hey man this this is what you gotta do straightforward you just straightforward you just tell them what you just tell them how it is and you're just what i'm really trying to say is like you're really engaged with your following on twitch and then not only you do it on twitch but you like share it in different platforms just just to make sure you get your mesh you know your message out there and i think that's pretty cool like you know i don't i mean I'm, I'm pretty sure there's other streamers that, you know, that do the same thing, but like, I don't see it that often, you know? Yeah. Well, from, that, from other people. that's the thing that a lot of people don't realize is that, okay. Mm. On the base level, a lot of people just approach streaming the same way. They hit they go live <laughs> and they play their game, you know? It's, yeah. But this is the thing though. You are given the opportunity. Every time you go live, you are given the opportunity to meet people, to mm. interact with people, to make a connection with people. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's goes into the community thing. Not just trying to pull people into the community, but having a reach to where it's like, 
oh, I'm meeting you. I want to know about you. I want to know about what's going on with you. Mm-hmm. I care about the people that I meet. It's not just a number. It's not just a follower count or viewers and all that stuff. The people that I love to meet, Mm-hmm. Those are those are people. Like they're not just streamers or YouTubers, or whatever. But they're people. They have families. They have their livelihoods, and I love that part of it because when it's live, it's in the moment. It's not edited behind a video. You get to meet them, you get to interact with them, and I think a lot of people miss that opportunity because they are too worried about statistics. They're too worried about viewer counts and stuff. And it, it's not about the game. The game is just background. I could. That yeah. is not the thing that people are going to come back for. People are going to come back for the streamer. Yeah. You have, if you're not making a genuine connection, like if I watch somebody and all they're cared about is what their sub count is, how many viewers they have, you know, their stream was a failure because they didn't have X amount of viewers or they didn't, whatever. Mm-hmm. If I go and I start a stream and one person comes in and we just shoot the shit, whatever, like we're doing right now, we can just talk about whatever in the stream. That is what I have been trying to do since I started streaming is to meet people mm-hmm. and to talk with them. I don't want I don't want you just to watch me idly by. I mean, if you want to lurk, you can lurk. That's fine. I'm not going to call you out for it because those people are awesome. <laughs> what you doing there lurking, boy? <laughs> but but if you know if you want to come in, there's this notion, and you know this as well. Anybody mm-hmm. that comes in, you're welcomed. You know, you want to mm-hmm. talk about something, you want to get it off your chest. We're here to make you feel comfortable and laugh and find a safe space to really just kind of get away from all the bullshit that's out there. Oh, that reminds me, you know? Yeah. It's just, uh, that's the, that's the thing that I love about it. It's meeting people and that was, it's meeting people there and then taking stuff that I do and sharing it because it's the experiences that you want to share with people. Yeah. You know, it's not just about like, Oh, look at this fucking awesome kill feed or whatever. It's just, I mean, it's funny moments that I get the most of. I, mean, I, I shared my little secret project video. Yeah, that's going to be coming out, and that right there is going to be pretty fun to come out with. But it's just like highlighting the fun moments rather than I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard to put into words, but I just love the I love the the journey. The journey of everything is what's fun. Yeah, I know what you mean. I was going to say um, the one thing I love about what you did with your community one time, bro. Uh, that day you were playing, uh, what's the game you were playing? You were playing, uh, fuck, I can't think of the top of my head right now. <laughs> you were playing, uh, I'm trying to get this close. You were playing Call of Duty, and the cool thing I love about when you were, what you were doing with your community that day is when you were playing, you would literally host a tournament, and I thought that was oh, one of the coolest time. thing I have ever seen. <laughs> Like I was like that man, he, this man held like I, I, I uploaded it on, the, on my YouTube page because I asked his permission. But like the cool thing I love about it was that he set up his own esporting kind of event. You know, even though it was a bunch, it was you know with his friends and viewership, and he was just commentating them as they were playing. They were competing against one another, and I thought that was the coolest shit. I have ever seen because you don't see that kind of stuff and you and it made people felt like they were a part of something they got involved like I even got involved in it you know because yeah. it was so cool and I was like yo this is pretty cool like everyone was just playing they were just playing with you know against one another you know it was just you don't see stuff like that that often and I was like and I think that's gonna, I think that's going to make you stand out a lot more man in the future 
the community stuff is is great i love it and we've been having a lot of that lately it's actually kind of rolled back into our schedule where we focus on it's good this way it's a great balance where during the week Mm. we focus on a playthrough and then on saturdays we do a community night so it's games and things that the community members are encouraged to come and play and enjoy some fun you know just nothing try hard i'm not trying to get dubs and all this other stuff (laughs) just come and play and enjoy or like battlefield battlefield i let viewers pick my loadouts you know just if you like a gun or a loadout something crazy tell me i I would love to try what you want to do and we're gonna have to do a follow-up tourney on that because i i got that asked a lot actually Uh, but it's involving people like there's there's too many people that put up that wall that that barrier between themselves and their community which is weird because that's the whole reason you should embrace doing all this stuff is to try and connect with people and then get those people involved yeah and it's the same thing with social media social media is the same way i love interacting with people on there it's fantastic Mm. i love to i love to support people and really hype up their stuff because (laughs) it gets them excited you know and and I love to just feed in that into that energy and trying to get them like hyped up like, oh, man, they're going to have this really cool stream. I'm going to shout them out and share things and do like co-streams and stuff. Uh, I I love it. It's one of my favorite things. And that that right there and what I've built to this day is a reflection of my ideas and my my passion. So wanting to build a community and really embracing that community and that is the most rewarding thing. It's not about being the best or the biggest. It's about the interactions Mm -hmm. with the people that I have surrounded myself with. It's just, that's the best part of it. And it's, it's, it's helped me grow a lot as a person and a content creator, because I get to explore all these different things and do crazy shit and have weird backgrounds and all that stuff. It's, the extension of my creativity and my personality and it's merged together perfectly. I man, love it. Man, you you know, um, cause like I, I had discussions with you before. I remember telling you like, man, I didn't want to do streaming or anything. Cause I felt like everybody was doing the same thing. Yeah. I was hating. I was, I was hating on some people. that went stream hater. I was like, <laughs> fuck Twitch. Fuck everybody doing streamers right now. Everybody. Do, I want to make YouTube videos. And then, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna tell. I'm telling this to you. I mean, even though I'm pretty sure other people are gonna find out later. But, dude, you know what's funny? Like, people tell me like, "Oh man, you're good at editing videos and this, that, and the third and commentating." When I started doing Twitch, like you said, like I started to start feeling a lot more like myself. I was speaking a lot more. Like I love myself to slip up and such when I mess up my words, but I just laugh it off and just like, "Hey, I'm just human, like everybody." <laughs> I never realized how much I appreciate one take things until probably recently, about a month or t- like a month ago. I was doing like a review and I was recording my notes and I was just like, I don't like how I sound because <laughs> <laughs> it was it was because it it's like how I'm listening how you how you listen to me talk right. I mean, this is how I normally talk, but like when I read something off of paper right and I'm saying it, you know, I'm trying to do words. It's like. I'm doing. I'm like doing this thing with my words, where I'm putting a lot more effect and flavor in certain ways. Where it's like, how can I explain? Like, 
the guy that went to the mountain was pretty high. He went this way and did that, and that was pretty low. And that's what, and I'm like, oh God, but really, I was like, see, the guy went to the mountain, right? He went pretty high, but then he went pretty low, and that's why he died. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it, 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 like at a certain point, because what happens, like, I, I keep messing up my words and such, and I have to repeat it over and over, and then every time I'm just like, I'm just rushing stuff out, and it's just like, I just love that part of Twitch where you just say how you feel in one take, you know, it could be long winded or short winded. You just being your real self. The thing with like doing scripting and everything else is just like, especially if you're doing it off the top, it's like, you, it's like you're kind of a robot just saying yeah. these things. And it's just like, I can't very flat, not very expressive or in the moment. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like I've gotten that, that, that helped me out too mm-hmm. with streaming is like, it helped me really kind of, find my voice i guess because the way that i am on stream is the same way i am in real life yeah I'm very man. i'm very full of um emotion mm-hmm. you know i mean i talk with my hands a lot i love to do that <laughs> uh, it's kind of hard because i play with the controller a lot mm-hmm. but i love to get into it because that's how i am i'm a very expressive person yeah and, and you know when you're doing a video or something edited it can come off like just I don't know, flat. Yeah, or it it's either it's either too flat or people go and try and be way too much. So it's either it's either zero or a hundred, and there's nothing so, in between. It's so rehearsed. <laughs> yeah, you can oh, tell they prepped up before they did this. <laughs> I gotta reread this script like three fucking times. And... Yeah, like when you see when you see somebody jump cuts and such, you you just know they messed up on a line or so, and you kind of. But then yeah, it just. I just love it when people just say how they feel. Like the best part about it, having cue cards and just look at it and say it, and you just stay on that one point. It just makes shit a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can you can still say what you say, but but you're more focused looking at that card. You're like okay, topic. You don't says, need to have a full thirty-two page script. This is my complete review. Yeah. <laughs> Resident Evil, word for word. Like, uh, so the gameplay was pretty cool, and then it went to the like it gets to a point, bro. Where like, like when I when I started doing script writing, like it got to a point where I got so self aware. I'm like, I don't even sound like I know what the fuck I'm talking about. I sound like I'm reading off a piece of paper, which it literally looked. Which I, I mean, I am reading off of. The, I am. I mean, <laughs> I'm reading off my own script, but it just don't sound like you. It's like you put so much energy and such into it. And it's like. That's why most of my YouTube videos have no dialogue or commentary. Oh man, I suck ass at that kind of stuff. I'm be honest. Yeah. I never did it. That's why I did. A, I like highlight videos mm. or cuts. Like uh, I think I like Dark Souls videos or whatever. But it's just me playing. I recorded myself playing and then just like reacting in the moment. Yeah. Because I wasn't trying to pre-record a reaction or record yeah. something after because then it's not going to be genuine. Dude, like you know? yeah, it's like what you said. Like once you do it, once you can't get that feeling back <laughs> i know that feeling when i was doing less plays at grand theft auto and then like i looked over a video and then like there was like syncing issues i had to go right back to re-recording it Ooh. it just didn't feel right i'm like hey guys <laughs> like <laughs> hey guys static j here and we're playing some gta 5 oh let's gonna find out what's go-. like it it got so annoying to replay the same mission over <laughs> I could just get this one take right. It'd be so good. And you gotta be, and you gotta be fake happy and such. And I'm like, that's why I didn't want to do, um, like, I didn't want to do those, uh, uh, like, less plays. I was like, this is not for me. I, yeah. I just, I just can't be a char- character of myself. I just have to be me. And then, like, yeah, I, I got, a, I got a lot of respect for people that do that on Twitch. Like, they kind of 
have a persona. Oh, like when like, disrespect people get really into it. Yeah, like disrespect. Yeah. yeah, he's like the biggest. But some people love doing it. I couldn't. That's just not me. It feel it would feel so weird to try and be somebody that I'm not. You know, when that when that go live button is on, I'm on. Like that's me. It's mm-hmm. not somebody else. It's exactly it. I'm as passionate as I am about these things in real life. I mean. I may talk a little bit more because I don't really talk to a lot of people in real life because yeah. I don't like talking to them because they don't share a lot of the same yeah interests, you know. But once you get me on the right kind of thing, well, I will shut the fuck up. That's basically yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm the same way. Like I don't talk that much, but if I see oh you like video games, what's your favorite? What's your favorite arcade game? Yeah, let me get a let's get a little conversation play, going. So you play Donkey Kong? It's kind of like it's kind of like you're talking to a new woman. Like, yeah, man. Oh, you play you play Miss Pac Man. I see what you like there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you trying to no, listen? But no, it, it's just uh, it, I, I just love that part of just like the Twitch part of streaming. Like, the more I got, I just got into it. I, I love it because it's just I just love people being their real and authentic selves. And then you know, and just. The community part, I think, was really interests me the most. You know, having your own community of like-minded people, and everyone's there to hang out with you, and so that's what I learned about streaming. I was like, it's not about the viewers and everything. It's just having uh, just people come there to literally hang out with you, and that's the mindset. Oh, I was yeah. like, it's like they're coming hang out on the couch with you, and just like, mm-hmm. hey, let's let's enjoy this together. Exactly. You know? It's something that that's something that you just can't get with edited content. And I think that's that's the biggest thing is like seeing people for me, of course, seeing people excited for the next stream or like, oh, when's your next stream going to be? Or when you're starting soon and they got people already in the chat. It's like that right there. (laughs) I love that. Like and I have that. Thankfully, I'm very blessed with the community that I have Mm. and I have people that are super excited for the next stream. They're like, oh, you know, I can't wait. I'll see you tomorrow. And they know, like eight PM, bomb. I'm I'm there, you know. And they're excited yeah. and they're ready to go. And and that is, I'm so thankful and I'm happy. But the main reason for all that stuff is because I'm true to myself, mm-hmm. and I've learned to be comfortable with who I am, and really express myself in the way that I want to, and not forcing myself. That's why I play so many different games because I'm playing and doing what I want to do, and that comes off a lot more genuine for people mm-hmm. rather than oh well I have to do this let's play because it's the hot title so let's just pump out twelve hour long videos for YouTube and maybe <laughs> people will watch maybe oh man you know, I, I, I hate just you. that's not it for me that's not it for me and I'm I found a lot of happiness in what I'm doing. But it's because I stuck to what I liked rather than what other people mm. were trying to follow or do. So mm. I don't know. It's just if you really stick and you stick to what you love and you stick to what your true passions are, people will find that and they'll definitely follow suit because they can. People can read through bullshit so easily. It's That's not that scary. hard. That is scary too. <laughs> Like, it's so easy. It's so he's like, oh, you bullshit, get that out of here. And then it. it's yeah. even it's even worse whenever you watch people and they're they're so focused on I have to play this game and I'm gonna stick to this and I'm gonna do the best that I can to provide content. But that's not what people come for. People want to come and watch you enjoy something mm. 
and interact with you. You know, don't put up a barrier. I'll come hang out, chat, chit chat. Tell me about your day. Tell me what you ate for dinner. I don't give a shit. You know, and like, <laughs> oh, you know, and, and like our community on the Discord and stuff. We there's so many people that share amazing things, like what they had for lunch or their pictures of their pets and things like that. And the memes, oh my god, the memes are ridiculous in our community, and it's hilarious. Because it's for everybody. It's not for me. It's for us. Yeah. And that's what I always say. It's for us. Our community, our community. Not my community, our community. You know? That's what it always will be. <laughs> it will always be that. Words to live by by Tupin Monkey, a.k.a. Seth. <laughs> Seth for President 2024. <laughs> Tupin 2020. <laughs> no, but, uh, man. How, how you, so how do you... So how's uh, things going for you on TikTok? Ooh, it's actually been going pretty good. I've been getting followers even though I haven't really been posting anything. But I got a couple of videos I'm working on this weekend because I ain't got shit to do. The call of, your I call, loved, of, your call of Duty it. videos be making me laugh. Dude, like, I love them. The I, one, I, got a, the, I got a funny one to make actually tomorrow. Oh, really? Oh, the one see. the one you did on shipment was just too funny. It was like <laughs> how men play the shipment and it was just... Death after death after death to where you live. So he, he got killed so many times. I literally went to go make a sandwich. <laughs> that's, I love that about TikTok, man. I can just it, it, I can do content that's around gaming. Yeah, but to just like do dumb shit, you know. And I've been telling people about that too. It's like they don't want to embrace it, but there's so much not not just for growth, but. It gives you another avenue to be creative if you got something that you think, oh, well, it's a short little easily consumable amount of content and you enjoy making it. If you have a laugh, post it. There's going to be people that are going to love it. You know, Mm -hmm. I post dumb shit on TikTok and people love that shit. I mean, I'm not super popular, but I have a following on there and I started from nothing on there. But I started made content that I liked. Mm hmm. Speaking of, uh, I, I tried to upload a video TikTok the other day. I was doing like one of them Resident Evil edits, and like I was doing a part, like you know where the character Nemesis just breaks through the wall and everything. Like yeah. what I would do is like I would, I would like put in the music of your favorite popular song, and then right when it gets to the drop, he like breaks out through the wall like the like the Kool Aid Man, and then like. <laughs> Like I, I had like the DMX like y'all gonna make me lose my I had like that I put Nuck if you bug I put all these popular songs I was like it's gonna work and it was like copyright I was like no oh. so I was like I had to find a different way to to try it but you know what I'm not gonna give up though but it, no hell no man but it's like but but one thing I did put it on Twitter though it did help me out though. Oh yeah, it, yeah. It didn't have any problem with that. Oh uh, no, I, none. No, no issues with the copyright. I even put it on Facebook. I had no issues with the copyright. I'm like, okay, this is this okay. is going. Like people, people were sharing it, and I was like, I just want to, I just want to make something, you know, because I thought it was funny, and I want, and I thought y'all liked it, and it, it worked out for me, you know. Hell yeah! And that's that's all yeah, I wanted to do. Some of those getting a little bit weird on what what they allow or don't allow. I only had like one video on TikTok that they removed, but it was literally me talking to my uh my little Google Home thing. Uh. I said something to it, and for some reason, I was like, <laughs> "I told it to, I told it to eat ass or something." And apparently, they didn't like that, and they just—it wasn't even—it it wasn't even like 
I don't. It wasn't offensive. It was just like me talking shit to my Google Home. That was it. <laughs> you know, and just trying to get a dumb response out of it, and they took it down. I was like, maybe I, I understand why. Probably because it might have triggered other people's devices, so they may have done it for that reason. But I couldn't think of anything else. Oh, it was man. strange. It's just people getting upset, man. TikTok is fun, man. You gotta you gotta embrace all these things because they're all possible creative outlets. Like I'm actually going to be getting into doing stuff for youtube again and actually today i decided i'm gonna do uh i'm gonna start doing my own podcast i'm not trying to plug a podcast because i haven't figured it out yet Shameless plug. But i'm gonna uh, no i don't have it figured out yet but i'm gonna do coming soon I'm, sorry, I'm, sorry. I'm gonna start yeah coming soon tm uh he's like in development there's gonna be a podcast i'm gonna start coming out with really kind of short ish stuff just talking about whatever and then i'll probably have like guests on or whatever don't worry you're definitely gonna get a spot um Yes, statics will be on. Um, I wanted to do that because there's a lot of stuff that I want to talk about, but there's not a lot of people to talk about it, like at work and stuff. Yeah. So I have a lot of, I don't want to say opinions, but I got a lot of viewpoints on stuff. And also just talking about stuff in general. I, I don't know. It's something that I wanted to pursue. And of course, it's another creative outlet. Yeah. Easy to, easy to do and easy to consume. And I, I posted a thing on Twitter today. A lot of people were super excited for it, so that's just fantastic. You know, I'm excited. That, I'm excited that are ready. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. So, I'm excited to see what you do, bro. Because like, I even had a friend who wanted to do podcasting, and then something unfortunate happened to him, to where the people he he wanted to do a podcast with, they just backed out on him in the last minute, and I was mm. like, oh man. And I was that's why I'm gonna kind of keep it a solo thing. Not, that, not yeah. Like, I'm going to keep it a solo thing, but, like, have people on, but yeah. not schedule it around having other people on, mm-hmm. because I don't want it to conflict with people's time zones or time frames or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't want them to feel like they are they have to dedicate time to something, but only volunteer to do something. And if it doesn't, mm-hmm. I can just roll by myself. It's not a big deal. It's, mm-hmm. The show doesn't stop. You know, you know? Like, the day I talked to you, because I was like, I wanted, I wanted to try a solo show thing and see how it goes. Kind of like, oh, what, you, what, what about the other guys? I'm like... They're cool, but I know that everybody got their own schedules, and I, I have to, I have to like figure out my own thing eventually. You know, you know, you know, not to, I ain't kicking nobody out the podcast or anything like that. But, you know, but sometimes I gotta, I gotta keep busy doing something too. You know, and everybody yeah. got their own, you know, schedules and whatnot. So, especially with I mean, this you corona don't want, thing. you don't want your creative passions. You don't yeah. want to just kind of like shut down your your creative, you yeah. know. Your, your little endeavors because mm-hmm. uh, of the uh, look things comes up things come up people got to cancel people got to change times uh, whatever i mean like today you know you're like oh it might start a little bit later that's fine whatever you know i'll know. do whatever it's no big deal um and some people just think they, they some people may get upset about that but you got to understand mm-hmm. that things do happen but don't put yourself in a position to where you're always relying on other people to help you go forward because this may sound selfish, but you need to focus on your journey and they need to focus on their journey. And if they don't want to support you on your journey, tell them to step aside (laughs) or follow along. That's it's not to be a mean thing. It's just, there's too many people that kind of rely on other people to help them go forward. And that's great to have people to, support you and you know help you along the journey but don't put 
all that pressure on somebody else because it may almost overwhelm them to a point to where they'll just shut down. You know, you want to help and support people. Like, I love to watch other Twitch streamers whenever I get the chance. I'm on off days. I'll host them. I'll talk about them on Twitter. I'll do all that stuff. Mm. But I'm not going to rely on everybody to help me go <laughs> forward. You know? <laughs> the streams still go on, baby. You know? The, the, so the a, show doesn't stop. I just want to have, like, a, a, a meme of, of, of stuff that says, rely? What? <laughs> rely? Who does that? <laughs> I, I mean, I love support. And that's yeah. the beauty of doing all the Twitch stuff is there, there's so much built-in organic support it's amazing and i love it i i just couldn't see myself like imagine if you had to do a live stream or as a twitch streamer with somebody there all the time what happens if they can't make it does that mean that your show is going to suffer and i say show because that's what you're doing you're putting on a show Mm. um you're entertaining does that diminish the value of your channel or as you individually if both people aren't there you know so yeah, streaming streaming to the most part is usually just one person. You know, there are instances where there's multiple people that do it. They'll do like a show with multiple people, but it almost sucks because each person might not get to stand out as much. You know, but in each stream, it's focused on that one person. Yeah, you know, so it, it's it's a great balance because you get to support other people and they get to support you, but it's not dependent completely on each other. You know, to succeed, you can kind of have your own little little slice of success, and you can share. It's great. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's, it's the, the best thing. You know, YouTube is a little bit weird like that because you feel like you need a lot of other content creators to help you out big time. Like mm-hmm. it's that was a big problem when we were getting <laughs> towards leaving. It was like, oh man, if you watch my video, I'll watch your video, and I'll like your video, and you like my video, and it's like, oh, this doesn't help us. This doesn't help at all. I do not miss that at all. <laughs> <laughs> Even when like, people try to do it now, I was like, doesn't work that way, buddy. No, uh, it doesn't. Just, I, yeah, I, I don't miss that thing. It, I think, I think no, not to get super long with because that was another reason why I think I left that group for me cause it was just everyone was like you say was making the same thing but i was trying to you know network because i do wanted to do like you know a partnership with someone just to create videos with and have fun with or whatever but it got you know i don't know i guess for me it, it got to a point where we were doing the same thing and no one wanted to expand create creatively and i was like i gotta do my own thing and do it yeah. my own way and go from there, you know. <laughs> like I learned about when making videos that there's people out there who want to make videos, and that's cool. But then I guess some people are either they're either not creative, or you just don't have a you know you just don't have a a, a drive to keep going no yeah. matter how hard it is. Like I hear a lot of people saying yeah. they hate editing, like. I edit videos and I don't like editing half the time because it's it's an investment. You have to invest your time into it. It's not a lot of time. It's a it's a lot of time. There's days like oh, I don't feel like I'll just play Call of Duty. <laughs> you know, it's, it's you right know, there. You know, but it's like when you like to that Dark Souls thing. It's like when you 
make your first video and you upload it, it's like you're satisfied, and that's when that's how you keep going, you know. Yeah, going with small biz. Like <laughs> I tell people, like, hey man, you do a stream, do your highlights. It worked that way. I don't know how it works. I'm like, dude, you you don't have to put all your eggs in one basket. Just share the web, spread the love, man. Like let everybody access what you do. I mean, you got a cool fan base. Well, you know, a good following and such. Expanding different directions. Like you never know. Some people might like this platform better or this platform better. You always have something great for everyone to access to. Like the podcasting people say they love it on spotify like i noticed that the number i get i got a lot more numbers on spotify than apple and everything else <laughs> thank I'm you i'm guilty of watching it on spotify <laughs> yeah, listen, i yeah. only listen to it on spotify yeah, I, and, you know it's like people people listen to more on spotify than watching the youtube videos i'm like that's cool i'm like i'm happy about that you know hey like i I, I think I think you were one of the few people that told me. I know some other other person told me like don't always put your eggs in one basket. And then I took that advice and I was like, I just want, I just want the content out there so everyone can see. I don't want it to be just one exclusive thing. You know, yeah. if I get a lot of cool followers from people all over, that's awesome. You know, if I don't, if that's, I get that's what a lot of people do with streaming. Man, they mm-hmm. they focus so much on just streaming and they don't put their con like you're making hours upon hours of content mm-hmm. just chop it up put it somewhere else put it on twitter put it on youtube put it on tiktok whatever you mm-hmm. know there's going to be because here's the thing people depending on throughout the day have different ways to consume your content like in your case y'all podcast i love listening to it on spotify it works for me because i'm at work I yep. can just put my earbuds on. <laughs> I can't watch a video. I'm sorry. I, I don't have time to do that. I can't yep. look at my phone and, and I'm, <laughs> I'm sure those videos are great. I can't do that. I got to do like, work, man. But guess what? I can sit there and listen to that and I'll enjoy the shit out of it. Yeah. I had that question today whenever I mentioned about the, the <laughs> podcast and someone said, are you going to put it on Spotify? I said, yes, I'm going to have something on YouTube and I'm going to have something on Spotify or iTunes or whatever, because I know that there's going to be a different audience that's going to be able to consume it differently across different mediums. It's just content aware. You have to be content aware, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, yeah, I stream and then I'm off days. I do a lot of networking as, as some people hate that word, but it, it kind of <laughs> is in that way. Yeah. Um, but I do reach out to people. I retweet stuff. I talk, I go on Reddit, I go on TikTok, and I find people that I enjoy their content and I share it and I help it expand and maybe reach somebody else or, you know, help, help them out. I help them out without wanting anything in return. I don't give a shit if they do anything for me because I want people to succeed. And I really love to help push those that are actually passionate. And it's easy to tell the people that are passionate and you get behind them and it fucking pumps them up. And that is so awesome. That's why I love rating and hosting people that I want to see succeed because I want them I want them to succeed not for me but for them like I really want them to get the most out of their experience so if I can do something to help them achieve the next milestone or whatever that's fantastic I did my part I don't want no nothing in return um now thankfully those those people that I support they return that love right back and that is phenomenal because those are genuine people mm-hmm. there's some genuine amazing people that i've met through streaming and that right there is also one of the best things that's come out of doing all this is meeting people interacting with them and sharing in the experience and sharing in our communities like that i love it 
Share the wealth, man. Share, share the wealth. Well, I think that marks the end of the special episode with Tubin Monkey, ladies and gentlemen. Clap. Don't worry. I'll, I'll, probably, I'll, I'll, add, I'll add all the claps in the background because I. <laughs> It was like air clap, air clap. Air clap. I'll, I'll keep it low for the mic. Yeah. Um, in closing, I got, I got one question. Is there any games you're looking forward to? That's you know, Any upcoming games that's coming out you're looking forward to? Uh, Definitely Doom. Well, one that I can play or just in general? Because I'm excited for games coming out that I can't even play. I guess you, you can say uh, whatever you want. <laughs> any, okay. Yeah, upcoming and ones you can't play, it's all good. Um... One of the biggest, which kind of sucks because I can't play it. Actually, there's a couple now that I think about. It. You're going to get me on a whole other subject matter. Uh, right off the bat, though, uh, Doom Eternal. Um, mm-hmm. I am looking forward to playing Animal Crossing. That's coming up. Cyberpunk 2077. I already got the collector's edition pre-ordered. Um, <laughs> GameStop. <laughs> uh, I had to get their Best Buy, but oh, um, they were sold out. <laughs> here. Um, I'm really excited for two games. Um, one is coming to Steam. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. I don't know if you heard about that. It was oh, a PlayStation exclusive yeah. coming to Steam. I'm I'm looking forward to playing that. Oh man, because um, that's recent. I'm trying to keep things recent. Um, the biggest one, which sucks because I can't play it, Neo Two. Neo oh, Two. It was a the first game was a PlayStation exclusive. It did release six months later on Steam. Mm. Hopefully that happens again with the sequel. We'll see. Probably will. They probably will. Um. Uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps that just came out, so I'm gonna definitely be playing that. Oh man, there's a there's a lot of good games coming out. Um, the big one, the biggest one though, is definitely Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Like that game right there is gonna be the piece of resistance, as they say. <laughs> I can't wait to play it, man. I'm I'm super excited. I finally did break down and play a game made by cd project red because i've never played one before mm. i did briefly play the witcher 3 um because it's on game pass mm. and it's amazing but it's a bit overwhelming and i'm looking more forward to the cyberpunk setting rather than the fantasy world not oh, that gotcha. it's bad but i know what i like and that definitely falls more in line what i'm wanting out of a game mm. um but i will have to give witcher some more time because it's it's pretty fun you know. Oh man! Well, uh, before we wrap, is there any uh, you want to give anybody your uh, your Twitch handles and all the other information where they can find you? Shameless plugs. Shameless plugs, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, basically, my name is the same across everything. Uh, Twitch.tv slash TubaMonkey, Twitter at TubaMonkey, TikTok at TubaMonkey, um, YouTube. Tubin Monkey, guess what? Twitter, oh wait, everything. Instagram, <laughs> Tubin Monkey. I, I keep it consistent across the board. Biggest <laughs> one, biggest one is uh, Twitch because that's my main. Uh, that's my main. That's my home. That's my home right now. You know, I love it. He's even wearing a hat. <laughs> I know. Yeah, look at that. Got the hat on. <laughs> my hair looks like shit, so uh, I had to put a, put a little piece on the dome. So as they say. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. If you wanna follow along on any of that stuff you're more than welcome our community is always welcome for all new faces bodies all that goodness yeah happy to have y'all join us thank and y'all soon soon podcast tubin's podcast in development coming soon to a uh podcast near you <laughs> podcast to your ears soon <laughs> to your ears soon
Well, ladies yes. and ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Statics J. I don't know why I sound like uh, drama alert, but uh, yeah, um, we just want to say this was a great episode. If you guys enjoy what we talk about, if you want to uh, give us a like, share, and subscribe, we greatly appreciate that. If you're listening to this on Spotify, please definitely give us a follow. And until next time, guys. Oh, wait, before I go. This podcast uh-huh. is available on different platforms for your Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, whatever you listen to it for podcasts. I'm pretty sure we're there. And uh, in closing, I want to tell everybody, I hope you all have an awesome day. Make sure you wash your hands. Keep your hand sanitizer on, you know, intact. Do not do not go overboard and take, a, you know, take away all the paper towels and toilet paper because the world's panicking right now. Just Wash your hands, ladies and gentlemen. That's all we have. Just wash your hands. And until then, guys, I'm Statics J. This is the Tuba Monkey. Y'all have a great night. See you then.